Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Upbody Dawson. Bo, bo, bo. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. If you're an IFS subscriber, you get it Thursday evening. It's that simple. Um, but not always. Somebody um, pick, picked a bone with us because we said we didn't have the early episode out the day before recently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I think I remember that. Out. Didn't he say unacceptable or something? Yeah, something like that. I pointed out that it's not actually a fixed promise as part of the... No. Uh, the offering to the IFS, you'll get it when available. Most of the time, I think it says. You'll there get you it when we fucking say so, mate. You should try yeah, living. You might not get it at all. You should try living abroad in Europe, where they like, you know, they, any any given fucking high street you walk down, and it's more or less, we'll fucking open when we want to open, cunts. And you go, oh, but <laughs> yesterday, like all the cafes in France or Italy. You think you can turn up there at a particular time and say, oh, you, uh, why aren't you open? It's nine o'clock, tapping at your watch face, banging on the window. They'll be like, it's our fucking mm. shop, not yours. We'll stay shut all day mm. if we fucking want to. We'll sit in yeah. there smoking a fag, drinking a coffee and having a wank and looking at you not fucking losing eye window. contact yeah. while we're doing it. Because uh, yeah. it's our business. I mean- there's, a, there's an episode that comes out every day. They're generally out 6 a.m. Generally. Doesn't mean they have to be. We start putting them out fucking 4 p.m. if you want. What's the matter? You want See your you morning like coffee? Hey, you're desperate. What are you, some sort of addict? Take your custom elsewhere, man. Take we it elsewhere. Care. Jake Humphrey puts his podcast out at 4 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Live as he's recording, he them. puts them out just before he gets in his fucking ice bath, his gigantic ice bath, the one that fucking is seven foot long to contain him. Didn't we get a, a, an email or something about Jay Humphrey's live event the other day, or a, a tweet? Someone told Seems us about a Jay Humphrey live event in Norwich at some point. I mean, you couldn't really make it up, the fact that he actually does live in Norwich. I mean, no offence to people from Norwich. I've been there. Lovely place. but Seems all right, it, yeah. It seems an all right place, but, um, you know, it, you couldn't make it out because it is literally where Partridge is from. I think it's... Oh. it's didn't didn't it we hear really recently, you, you told me it was the hipster's new place to go. Yeah, that's to what buy I was going to say. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, I Yeah, I think heard. I looked it up after that, yeah. Yeah, oh I mean, Norfolk's a beautiful place. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think we might have said this before, but listen, cunts in Norfolk, if you reckon there's enough of you, prove it, and then we'll come and do a show. And while we're there, we'll uh, look at the property market. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Mm. We'll oh, swan about town. I'm sure there was an email about a Jake Humphrey live event. But maybe I dreamt it. 
<laughs> Maybe you dreamt you were on a high performance panel at his at his event. That'd be good, here's, wouldn't here's, it? Here's an email from February. Right. Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at a show recently in Norwich and was chatting with a guy who organises events at a smallish local venue. Right. As Jake Humphreys is a local, said guy approached Humphreys to discuss a monthly live recording of the high-performance pod at his venue. Mm. Humphreys turned this down as he had wind of a larger venue in the city mm. uh, that would have a more infrequent slot. And Humphreys reckoned... Mm, I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah. Humphreys reckoned he would be able to charge £200 for a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't believe pinch that. Pinch salt. But anyway... Yeah, he can, kind of, but... If, if Humphreys um, thinks he can get away with it, good luck to him. I mean, if yeah. if he can fill a medium-sized venue with £200 a head, great. Go for it. Did you did you see someone tweeted us about, I think they they referred to it as um, Dawson-level logistics, about Elton John when he came off stage at Glastonbury? Oh, yeah. Got straight into yeah. a golf buggy. The golf buggy drived him a few hundred yards to the helicopter, got on a helicopter, was home in his rig and his gym jams within 40 minutes. Yeah. Genius. Fucking I'd like to think genius had, at work. He, I'd like to think he had the gym jams underneath his stage costume. Yeah. So he could just take that off. And the, and the stage <laughs> costume was, was just Velcro. <laughs> Velcro attachment. Yeah. I'd like to have seen him do the show in the in the in the gym jams. Actually, no, we haven't he's... done an episode since since the Elton John Glastonbury uh, spectacular. Oh, haven't we? It was incredible. He, 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 it would have been really good if he'd said like just two songs before the end or the encore. Right? Did he do an encore? I can't well, there remember. Wasn't one. Yeah, no, fuck Didn't that. Do one. What he should have done is because you could always do a con- encore. I nearly called it a concord. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do a concord? You mean encore? Yeah, that's it. Do a do a concord. I get words wrong sometimes. <laughs> What's the Wi-Fi password here? Uh, Uncle Harrington. <laughs> concord. Come on, everyone, chant, and then he'll do it. Come on, madness. Usually, do one step beyond. Why don't you do that? If you can't think of another concord to do, um. Yeah, if you want to do a Concord, but you don't want to hang around, what you should do, this is like a Viz Top Tips letter, you should just like end your set two tracks early, right? Mm. Then walk off, possibly get change into your gym jams, right? Yeah. Come back on in your gym jams and do the final songs that you were going to do anyway. Right, yes. but call them your Concord, right? That's your Concord, and then everyone thinks, "Oh, they gave us two bonus songs. Aren't we privileged?" And you're flying home in your helicopter in your gym jams, thinking to yourself, "Ah, silly cunts, <laughs> <laughs> silly cunts." They all think they got something extra. They didn't get a fucking moment extra. All they got well, we was a it. little wait around while I changed into my gym jams backstage. <laughs> We don't do concords at our live shows, but next time around, that's, just, that's something we could do. We're going to do concords the next jams time. Monogrammed. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Like Morgan and Wise. That's like, now, now it's the summer months. I've talked before, and it's it's been pretty popular, actually. Some other people have been in touch about this. It's the uh, system for picking up your teenage child um, on a Friday or Saturday night. Yeah. Although now, they fi- now my daughter's finished school, because she's done a GCC, so she has that 
11-week summer. You might remember it, Andy. You'd have had it a few years ago where yeah. they finished five weeks before anyone else. So she's just she is what can only be described as skulking about the house well, and getting Sam, under I've got, my I've got, feet. I've, I've got yeah. a daughter who's just finished the first year at university and that fucking ends at the end of May. Oh, yeah. And, and they then not back till they, September. They don't go back. So I thought they didn't go back to October. Something she like might that. have lied to you, mate. Yeah, so we're know. both She's having to minute, live. Though. We're both having to live with a great deal of skulking about the house. Now, it costs money, <laughs> or it can do if you're not careful, because if they're skulking about and getting under your feet, which always reminds me of mm. Harry Redknapp and other football managers getting of his. Getting onto your tits. Get, they, Harry Redknapp and other managers of his generation always go, well, I've got to find a job soon because the wife hates me getting under her feet. Yeah, <laughs> which always makes me think of like you know the misses like Sandra doing the hoovering, and like Harry literally just like Harry's rolling around on the cut on the living room floor, floor. playing with, to watch the telly, playing with his figures, or maybe like maybe Harry Redknapp. Do you think he watches telly like people did when they were kids, which is lying on the carpet on their yeah, front, teenage style, lying yeah. on the carpet on your front with your chin on your on your hands. Yeah. That's how Harry watches football in the day. Watches telly in the daytime. Keep it down, will you, son? Keep it down, will you, son? I'm about to watch blockbusters. Um. So yeah, the, with the kids under your feet like this, especially with a teenager, very often they're only certainly in my daughter's case, like her only idea for something to do to stop her from being bored, which. By the way, she considers it a, a basic, inalienable human right to not be bored. To be bored? No, to right. not be bored. All kids are to like that nowadays. Bored. All kids are like that nowadays. They, they, they are affronted by boredom. Whereas I'm pretty sure mm. that we regarded it as man's natural state, right? Boredom is, <gasps> is your baseline. Yeah. I, I don't know, because I, I think it was something we complained about. Do you remember that episode of The Young Ones where the summer holiday yeah. sat in the back garden? Bored, 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 and he just starts smashing everything up. Rick on the head. Yeah, I remember being like that. I'm not saying I enjoyed boredom. I hated boredom, and I've got quite painful memories of boredom, but I didn't have, I didn't feel entitled to anything more. I thought, this is a horrible state to be in. I'm bored mm. shitless. And it's gone beyond just normal boredom. I'm actually getting pretty sad and upset about it. That's how I got I, in the- I think we knew that there was nothing to be done about it, though. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. There's nothing to be done go about outside. it. Go outside. That was kind of the remedy. <laughs> yeah, Just go outside. Yeah, yeah. Change the scenery. Yeah, I'd get See on my bike. See what's there. Well, I, I used to get on my bike and do drive-bys on older kids, didn't I? Yeah, of course. To, to lend myself, lend you, life a bit you, more you excitement. Did you got any bike? I'm. Uh, what, what are you doing? I'm going out on my bike. Yeah, is what I would I'd do say. that. Yeah, you didn't know where you were going or why. Yeah, just go out. I'd go along. Do it. I'd go all over. I'd go. I'd go under the subway, right under the A4 in the subway, up on the other side of the subway, fucking River Thames, mate. I'd be shooting up and yeah. down the fucking side of the river, wouldn't I? Getting wow. myself the like, hardest river in Britain, shouting at people, getting in people's yeah. way, often cycling on the pavement. And pe- adults in those days, oh, it was one of the worst things you could do. Cycle on the pavement, you would guarantee have. If you were out on an yeah. uh, on a half hour ride about, right, and you spent any time on the pavements, which I did, um, 
they would like adults fucking went mad well, at you. What age was this? What like age nine, were you? nine, 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 something. That's nine, shit. Ten. You're allowed to ride on the pavement when you shit. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I know. Of I course think. it is. But like then we're like, get off the pavement. But adults again. Adults. Died. There was less respect for kids then. Right now. I mean, I don't know about mm. around your way, but I don't see kids getting shouted at by strangers much, right? I certainly don't shout at little kids unless I really have to, right? Unless they've mm. really fucked me off, right? I have respect for them. Back then, every cunt was trying to look for a reason to have a fucking pop at you, right? Like, complain about you getting in the way of being annoyed. Strangers all the fucking time. What are you doing there? What are you up there for? Get off of that. You should go on, go home. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing this. Fuck off. Yeah, Fuck off. Hated, I've got we? about as much fucking right to beer as you, you cunt. Yeah, no, you just assume had... that we were going to yeah. do a crime or something. Always thinking we're up to no good. I'm just trying to live my fucking life. I'm bored shitless. What am I supposed to do? Some holidays, I'm bored off my fucking nut here. All I want to do is ride about on my bike. <laughs> I ain't got any money. I've, uh, yesterday, I went down to the petrol station and bought a fucking Twix, and that was literally my only activity of the day. That was it. If that I had to it. write yeah. a diary, that would be my only entry. I got up, I walked around the house, I had a bowl of cereal, I watched telly, and then when I was on the... I'd watched so much telly, I thought I was going to have a fucking nervous breakdown from it. I got on my bike, went down to the Esso station in Hammersmith, bought a Twix, ate it there and then on the station forecourt, then cycle home and just went back to watching telly till my mum got in from work. That's it. And now you got the fucking front to tell me that I shouldn't be hanging about on these streets that my mum pays her taxes just like you do to maintain, right? I am so bored, you're lucky I'm not taking heroin, right? So yeah. just leave me alone. So are we, are we saying now that boredom should not be a thing? What, I'm, what I was getting around saying was we sort of accepted that boredom was a thing. We didn't enjoy it, but we accepted it. Now, because boredom's almost been fully eradicated from modern life, right? There's like, I mean, if you look at the way in which we're all, any spare moment, we just, you know, if you're in a waiting room or on public transport, everyone's got their phone out because... A moment of like being, you know, just sitting there without your brain being stimulated by information or imagery or sounds is like mm. just you, you've forgotten how to cope. So you can pull your phone it's out. the other way, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Too much fucking stimulation. Too much stimulation. We would all do well to make friends again with boredom, in my opinion. Yeah. Not completely. I'm not saying let's all be bored all the time. Double. But double in boredom. But I, I put it this way. I, mean, I didn't know you were in the lab, but I would guess from knowing you like I do that a lot of what forged you and your passions, of which you have very many, right, would have been the board, the boredom in your life when you were a child, yeah. right? Sitting around in your bedroom, bored out of your mind, in the end, you are driven to come up with shit in your imagination or to listen yeah. to a record Literally any record, not a record that you've read about in the NME, a record that you found that your parents had because it's the only fucking record you can find in the house. Yeah. Right? 
And so you stick it on, even if it looks really weird, right? The cover's got a weird old man on it with yeah. a beard. You just fucking think, fuck it, I'm that bored. You wouldn't do it straight away, but this is after days and days, endless days of boredom. You go, I'm going to put this on. And you listen to it, and you your first thought is, this is shit. But then you're so bored, you just keep listening to it over and over again. And by the end yeah. of the week, you found something in it that has sparked something. So you either yeah. love it, or you might still hate it, but it's got your fucking brain ticking. And then before you know it, you're doing that with books or fucking it's some weird shit, some film that they're showing in the middle of the day that's some forgotten about fucking black and white movie. That These are the things that drive you, you know, boredom can drive your brain into unexpected places. There was a one-hit wonder from 1967 by Scott McKenzie called San Francisco Brackets, Wear Some Flowers in Your Hair. Oh, yeah, I know and that I got song. massively into that. That's a great song. It was a compilation album that mum and dad had. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, my brothers would have cassettes, and you'd find them, like, lying in the corner of their bedroom, out of the box, really dusty, mm. right? Do you know what I mean? Very dusty old cassette. And you'd think, like, well... I'll stick that in the fucking cassette player and see what happens. And then, you know, suddenly you discovered a new band, completely new band, mm. and you, you got into it out of desperation. Desperation can be quite positive. They, well, in recovery <laughs> from addiction, from alcoholism, they call it the gift of desperation. Right. They call it, they, they, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's obviously different, but, but there are parallels because they go, it's the gift of desperation because the majority of people, who might have a who, who for whom drink might be playing a negative role in their life? They kind of know it, but they're stuck in a grey area. If you know what I mean, so you kind of you kind of know it, but because you haven't lost your job or your marriage, and you're not literally shitting your pants, right, and and or or living on a park bench, you're kind of like, I'm not going to take action. It should be fine. I think I can control it. And then it's a slow sort of erosion. Whereas people who hit a point of desperation where something dramatically bad happens. That that forces them into taking positive action, and so sometimes yeah. call, people call that the gift of desperation. Well, that's different. That's a totally that's separate. But it kind of makes sense in terms of boredom because it's like you wouldn't have got really into that song San Francisco unless you'd been really re- you had to be seriously bored to even put it on in the first <laughs> place. Do you know what I mean? But then you did, and you got, and it enriched you, it enriched your mind and yeah. your soul, and. And and triggered a domino effect that led you into other things, and, and then you know a few years later you're writing in the fucking NME. These things are all connected. Yeah. So I don't know whether it was that was that came out of boredom or me, but just curiosity, mm. kind of like I love music. Let's see what the oldsters have got. And what Bo- they're boredom, into, what we're into. Boredom breeds and, curiosity. But if you yeah. had if you had Spotify, then right, you would. Bit have been unlikely to go down that particular rabbit hole when you had the choice of, of going down any rabbit hole you wanted. So, so lack of choice can also play a positive role. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Which course. again, you could link to the term that's desperation, could, the that. gift of desperation. Now, I haven't got Spotify, it hasn't been invented yeah. yet, so I'll have to listen to this. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. 
Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jalapeño. Because uh, what you're saying, like like polio, boredom has been eradicated now, pretty much, or should have been. Mm, mm. You know, but then if your daughter does feel as though she's bored sometimes, well, sometimes what she'll do, she she sits, she makes lots of edits for her TikTok. She's really into Grey's Anatomy. We watch it together, ah, okay. and she's like, anyway, she she does do lots of things, and mainly she's out with her mates. But if she's at home, under my feet, to use Harry Redknapp's term, a lot of the things that she she discusses while I'm trying to work or what have you are basically require me spending money because she'll be like, yeah. oh, have you had lunch yet? And I'll go, you are, yeah, I'll make something in a minute. If you want me to, I'll make something in a minute because I'm really busy. Well, we could go out yeah. to that cafe that you like, right? And so before, so if I've been out to the cafe or I've been out for ice cream or do you know what I mean? Like we're making plans. I mean, they're good plans, like, it's quite cool. She's 16, but she says she wants to go to the zoo, which I'm obviously very, very, very open to the idea of. Very pro. <laughs> I'm very pro zoo visits. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do that, but that ain't cheap. Yeah, so there's, you know, it, it can cost money and aggravation. I can't remember how we got We've onto got this. We've got waterfall, a waterfall park near here at Washington, yeah. Tyne and Weir. And we used to go when my daughter was little. She doesn't remember going because I said the other day, we should go to the waterfowl park over the summer. And she's like, what the no fuck's that? It's got, <laughs> it's got fucking, it's got flamingos in it, Sam. Oh my God. It's got flamingos. Oh my God. So we're going there. You'll feel like you're in Miami Vice. Wow. That sounds um, great. Speaking of being outside, I've got a chainsaw this week, Sam. <sighs> this is amazing. This is one, as I said to you off air, you getting a chainsaw for me is one of the greatest developments in the history of this podcast. Tell me more. I've I've decided that action needed to be taken in my garden because I bought this house about eighteen months ago. Yeah, and the garden is let's say it's well stocked. Yeah, okay. It's got lots of bushes and lots of trees down at the bottom of it, and got a nice lawn where yeah. I can do me hammocking, which is good. But you know the around the surrounding areas of it are forestation. Yeah. And uh, it needs to be sorted out. So, And there's uh, only one way of sorting that. Uh, when a garden's got that bad, there's only one option, really, isn't there? Fuck, fucking chainsaw. Chainsaw yeah. it. Mm. Well, that wasn't the first option. Oh. I, I was going to cut back some of the trees with, with, like, branch cutters or loppers, as I think they're called. Yeah, fuck that. Are you familiar with that? I've got some of them, so I've yeah. Been doing, I've been doing a bit of that, cutting the branches back with the loppers, but then um, one or two of the trees overhang the house out the back like to a ridiculous extent it's almost embarrassing i'm surprised they were knocked on the door and asked me to do something about it because well, that happened, remember that, that happened to me last year which is why i got those tree surgeons around if you remember yeah and i get made friends with them um and that was because my tree was growing right over into the neighbors and my nice neighbor not raggedy but the oh, um 
it grew into the nice neighbours and she had a baby niece round in the garden. And apparently, while we were away on holiday, a branch fell off my tree in the wind and, and flew towards the baby. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, but they saved it. And um, so basically what I'm saying is I was almost responsible for a baby's death. For the death of a baby. Yeah, which would have yeah. been awful. That, that, that could have, would have that been could awful have derailed on, this podcast. I know, it would have been awful on my CV, wouldn't it? It would. Have, it, let's be they honest. would have got cancelled for that. Pharmacist gate would have paled in comparison. Oh, fuck me. Uh, those photos so, um, of me hanging out Jimmy Savile's flat would have seemed like nothing. Anyway, yeah. I that soon she told me I got the tree surgeons round, and it, it was well worth it just for the entertainment and the kinship. Yeah. So well, anyway, I'm glad that worked itself out. So well, yeah. So are you um, going so, to do the tree yourself? Yeah, the, the, not not a huge tree. I would say probably about twenty foot high. But I've got ladders, you know, it's near the fence. Mate, I can put the ladders against the fence. Me- are you mental? Away. You can't go on a 20-foot ladder with a chainsaw. You- I have. Have you already done it? Yeah, I've done it. done it a day. Yeah. What, what was the fucking ladder leaning against? Against the fence, I've just said. The trees and, are up near the fence, so was, the ladder it, leans against the who fence. Was hol- who was holding it at the bottom, anyone? Well, the ladder was... The, I was up the ladder myself. My dad was there as well. Kind you you were up a twenty and foot a ladder with a chainsaw. No, the ladder was twenty hand. foot. Oh, the tree was. The tree was, but I was taking I was taking it away probably about the let's say ten foot level. Oh well, hang on. If your dad your dad was there, uh, your dad was in the AA, which means he'll have had yeah. lots of dealings with chainsaws and such. I mean, well, someone who was chainsaws, in, someone who's in the AA engines. knows how to do almost anything. He knows how to do stuff. Yeah, they're society's society's heroes. Do you know what I mean? They know they can do anything they want. They're like magicians. Well, they used to be called the the fourth the the fourth American. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I regard them as. And you know what? As well, while we're on the subject, fuck the RAC. Right, you got to be one or the other. You got to be one or the other. And I'm an AA man. Always have been. Always fucking will be. For me, it's the same (laughs) as toothpaste, isn't it? It's like, what are you, Colgate or Crest growing up? Are you a Colgate or are you a Crest family? Right? And my mum would say, I'd go for a sleepover. She'd go, how was it? All right. What toothpaste did they have? Colgate. And she'd go, oh, no, because we had Crest. Of course, Colgate eventually won because Crest doesn't exist as far as I know anymore. Listen, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit this. I am uh, You're not with the RAC, are you? Tart. No. Are you I've going with the best here, price? I've been, I've been, I'll go whatever's got an offer on. Oh, yeah, I've been here, I've been fucking green flag. Green point, flag. Oh yeah. my god! Former sponsors of the you, England squad. I think you came free with a car that I bought. Twelve months green flag. So Dis- for that, disgusting. Well, your, your own dad, here, your fucking dad. I hope, I hope he doesn't know. Oh, well, he can't know because no, if he did, he listen, wouldn't talk to you still. When he when he left the year, when he retired. There was mumblings and grumblings from him about how it was becoming soulless and faceless and corporate. Not and like not the old the days. It had been yeah. when he joined. So he'd, he'd pretty much washed his hands of modern day AA, let's say. Really? The old school, all of his old mates he used to work with, they still get together and hang out together and all that. Um, 
They have reunions, but talk over the old AA days. That fussed about, but he used to work for the RSC before he joined the year. Oh, interesting. So yeah. a little bit like Sol Campbell when he moved from Tottenham to Arsenal. Exactly the same. Exactly. <laughs> Was he out same. of contract? Did he let his contract run down? He, he did a Bosman. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe he let his fucking contract run down at the RAC, and then he walked across the street to those fucking yellow jacket cunts yeah. at the AA. <laughs> <laughs> no transfer fee. They must have been fucking fuming with him. Um, you know, but you have you have been with the AA at some point then in your whore career, I have, yeah. right? Um, I think I am at the minute. When I you minute, have, yeah. you, have you ever had an AA man out in your adult years? Because yeah. you know, if it's yeah. me, I'm chatting to any man that comes out. Right? This for me, it's an opportunity for friendship, however fleeting. Mm. And if it, so, I'm putting myself in that situation. If my dad had been in the AA and I had an AA man out, that would be the first thing out of my gob every time. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Oh, yeah, no, I think it's a problem with the exhaust. My dad was in the AA. That I'd like, I, w- I would not be able to, I'd, I'd promise myself I'd bring it out at an appropriate juncture, but I just wouldn't be able to hold back. I've been in that situation a couple of years ago. The clutch went just yeah. outside the house. Fortunately, I wasn't like in the middle of driving anywhere in Portland. Yeah. And I got the year out. And I didn't say that because what's his response going to be? Oh, yeah, all right then. No, no, well, he, he gives like, you some special, oh, dis- special favour. He what, what, what's, what's his name then? Do, maybe I know him. Steve. And I'd say his name. Yeah. And, and then it would be like, well, yeah, he retired like 23 years ago. Yeah, but you'd, I'd be like, listen, mate, it's not the point whether you know him. The point is I'm part of the AA family. I'm part of your family. I know. You're part of my family. You're, you're an uncle. I'm going to call you uncle. Please don't, sir. Mm. Please, I'd rather you didn't. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir, uncle. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly 15 years younger than you, sir. You're my I uncle. I don't want to be your uncle. You're my uncle. All right, okay, you're 15 years younger. Fine, you can be my nephew. I want you to call me uncle. No, I'm, I won't be doing that, sir. Oh, <laughs> you need to oh. call me Uncle Harrington. What, what's this behind your ear? Oh, a shiny 50p pence. There you go. You take that. No, I can't take money, sir. It's uh, literally, <laughs> it's in our contracts that we're not. no. Go on, this is family. This is, I'm not a client. I'm your uncle. I'm your, I'm your uncle Harrington. Take this 50p. Go and buy yourself something nice. Get yourself a Cornetto. <laughs> yeah, I think that they'd treat you more nicely because you're sort of saying to them, I know. I'm not like one of these other cunts who just t- t- treats you like a, a faceless fucking, a, a faceless mm. car fixing drone, right? I know what the life of an AA man is. I know what you're like. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what yards. I know the hard yards you've been. I know what you put into this, and um, mm. and I and so therefore I think there's a special connection between us, and therefore you should make an extra effort when you, fixing you my try, clutch. Try harder to mend the car. Don't you try don't, even harder than your hardest. Don't just do a fast, anyway. you know, a quick, a quick fucking job. Do it properly. Yeah. yeah? Be spoke. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, the, tra- the chainsaw, uh, I was lopping off thin branches and then I just decided that there was a couple of trees that needed to absolutely come down 100% completely. And my God, I have had such fun with this chainsaw. I can imagine. When did you, you hire it or of- did you buy it? I-, I bought it from Screwfix. Is it petrol powered? It's electric. Right. But you've got to put oil in it to keep the blades oh. uh, oiled. <laughs> Brilliant. It needs to be, needs to be regularly oiled. Yeah. And I managed to assemble it the first time through the instructions without, you know, I had to put the chain onto the thing that sticks into it. Yeah. 
Great. To uh, the guard, I think it's called. Yeah. I did all the bits that it said in the book, and I did them straight away with no problem. Did you read the safe? Well, did you read the safety measures? What are the most yeah. common ways of killing yourself or losing a limb when the, using a yeah, domestic chainsaw? Yeah, there was some chainsaw. stuff like that. With yeah, there was some stuff in a different coloured ink with um, some symbols and things. I didn't yeah. really cut that. that much That's a boring that. cunts. That's a boring cunts and Tories, yeah. isn't it? The safety instructions. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, chopping down trees with it, having a wheel of a time. What, um, what the are you gonna? Is, yeah, the, br- the the trunks and the branches that I've cut down are so thick. Yeah, uh, that I've got a skip coming on oh. Saturday morning because of all this garden refuse that I've got. Brilliant. These trunks need to be cut down into smaller bits <gasps> to into the to the skip. So I've got to do more chainsawing later. I tell on. you what, I would have been tempted to do. <laughs> you could yeah, one. An axe, because then you can be like one of those lads you see, you know, just yeah. chopping up wood with an axe, because that's quite sexy. Yeah. I don't know if you've got any sexy widow neighbours who overlook your house. They might have been turned on by that. think of, no. Uh, or hiring in, or buying in, a wood chipper, you know, like in the film Fargo. Ah, uh, yeah. we'd all love to have a wood chipper, wouldn't we? Fun, funny enough, the tree surgeons who came here, they had a mobile wood chipper attached to their vehicle. So they oh, took all them, the yeah. wood out and they just outside my house fed it all in and they let me stand and watch. <laughs> oh, Excuse me, can I? Are you chipping that wood now? Yes, we are. Yeah. We are, sir. Yes. Can I watch? Well, <laughs> yes, but at a safe distance. Out, out far. Can I stand? Can I stand here? Well, you might get something in your eye. Don't matter. Shall I put my glasses on? Have you got any spare goggles? No, we don't carry spares. Go on, I bet you've got a spare pair of goggles. Let me wear yours. Just, uh, uh, maybe you got... It's all right, I've got some swimming goggles in the house. Don't start chipping till I get back. I'll tell you what, I'll put the swimming goggles on and then put my readers over the top. That should be all right. Yeah, sir, and then I come back down. Sir, you're also wearing a snorkel and some flippers. <laughs> Is there a reason for that? Well, it's you know, drugs. better safe than sorry. Anyway, you can get chipping now. Come on. <laughs> I got this on holiday in Portugal a couple of years back. It's pretty snazzy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I, might, I mean, I might do some uh, turbo content, video content of the... Yes. The cutting up of the trunks. Definitely. If there's any kind of demand for that. That Yo, there's demand from me. Um, and um, possible skip photographs all over the weekend. Skip photography. Getting a skip. Have you ever got a skip before? We got one once when we Fucking were kids, but I've no, never had one in, in adulthood. First my mum, my mum used to sometimes announce, "Right, that's it. We need a skip," and I'd be like, "What yeah. the hell is a skip? A massive <laughs> yellow metal box Bin. that goes outside your house, <laughs> and you can chuck anything you want in it, and then they come and, and take, take it away." away. I'm like, so this is like a mobile tip that comes to you. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. I, for some reason I'm ne- I can't believe that I've never done that in my adult life because oh, skip, skips are the best, aren't they? How easy was it to book? Well, is it through the council or is it private? Private, just rang up and did it. Rang up and booked it. I says, well, how, "How soon can I get it?" They said, "How soon do you want it?" <laughs> oh. Saturday morning. <laughs> Big <talk>. Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Saturday morning. We'll we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. And you better be fucking ready because skip men. Only. Skip men do not fuck about, Mr. Dawson. Do you understand what I am saying? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Be up. 
be ready and have your crap ready for the skip because we do not fuck about. Do you understand? Yeah, yes, I, yes, I understand. I think I understand. Good because <laughs> That's exactly it. have you ever have you ever dealt with skip men before? No, no. What do you do for a living? I'm a podcaster. Right. This is about what is that? the polar fuck. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you, this is pretty much the polar opposite line of work to what you do. So you are not going to be used to working with people like us. And I say it for a third time. We do not fuck about. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> I heard you, that. Do you have soft hands? <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't so. Yeah, I could tell by that your kind voice. kind of job, is it? Yeah. Right, well... Well, yes, they, they don't fuck about because they're coming any time from 7.30am on Saturday morning. Yeah, that's well, obscene. that's it. They're trying... Yeah, that's disgusting, but that's a power play to show you how skip men don't fuck about. Yeah. They want you to go, could you come a bit later? I usually lie in and have a croissant and cappuccino in bed on a Saturday yeah. while I read the Saturday <laughs> supplements. <laughs> I'll eat the, the patio furniture because the weather's I'm, nice. The Saturday Guardian comes with a wonderful magazine with some interesting articles, and I like to read that while I eat my croissant. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, no. You better be ready by 7.30 and fuck your croissant. Have a fucking cup of tea on the go when we get there, ready for us. Okay, very fuck. well. I could get yeah. some extra croissants for you. No, we don't. We don't like... Skip men don't eat croissants. <laughs> oh, very well bacon sandwiches or oh, sausage sandwiches <laughs> do you understand Mr Dawson do, you are not obliged yes, to offer us yes, breakfast but if you do it must be bacon or sausage sandwiches never ever a croissant as you put it <laughs> oh god so yeah that's Saturday morning uh, and I'll, yeah, I'll keep you abreast. I'll keep the turbo abreast with some pictures and maybe some footage of the skip and all that's, the garden That's waste. tremendously exciting, mate. I can't wait to hear more about it. I'm I'm delighted. I'm delighted for you. I'm absolutely fucked because I've got this thing. I think they call it a pergola, like a wooden structure in oh, the yeah. corner of the, the garden. Yeah. It used to have a hot tub in it. But I ain't got a hot tub, so oh, that's good. coming down. Cause don't good because that's the hot tub is a big red flag. Hot tub. Yeah. Hot tub is owned by sex people. Absolutely. Yeah. So this this pergola has got like a growth of about two and a half foot of creeping plants all oh. across the top of it. So I've yeah. had to hack away all of them like and pull triffids. all them off the roof. Of Did the you? Was it, like was it hard to do it without damaging the actual integrity of the pergola's structure? No, it was all right. It's fairly sturdy. Oh, but, good. Uh, it wasn't rotten or anything. But that that I'm fucked. I've pulled a muscle. Or strained the muscle in my back, which I think is affecting me breathing a little bit. It's oh, the fat. lung muscle. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, the lung muscle. Yeah, that's quite an essential so, um, one. And of course, the sledgehammer's here because there's some co- a concrete base under the pergola where right. uh, where the, the hot tub was was rested on. That oh, so you're going to smash that with the sledgehammer? I'll be doing some smashing of that after the garden waste's all gone. Yeah. You know what else you so, could? You, if the, I hope the sledgehammer works because if it doesn't, you're going to have to get one of those. Um, pneumatic drill things hang on hang on you just rephrase that sentence you hope the sledgehammer doesn't work Sam because yeah. then as yeah, you said exactly. I'll have to get one of those pneumatic that's what drills. I'm thinking then you're going to get the old <laughs> which is the only thing yeah. I can think of that is more appealing than a chainsaw 
Although one other thing, but I can't see how you'd need it. Although you might. One thing that I've always wanted to go on, and you can rent. I've looked on the rental company loads of times. There's a rental company not far, and I'm always looking at it for things that I think I could rent just for fun for the weekend because the prices yeah. are always alarmingly low for rental of big equipment, right? Yeah. And uh, like one thing I've always wanted to go on is a cement mixer, but Ooh. my missus is like, yeah. no, no way. She reckons cement's dangerous and I'd accidentally cement myself or something like that. It's, yeah. But they're fucking... Hand into yeah. Apparently, really it's, apparently, apparently it's poisonous. I, I think she's told me that anyway. That's well, I'm, sh- I'm sure well, we're... Well, the now because I've, I've, I've gone from sledgehammer to chainsaw within the space of a few days. I've got a thirst for it now. Yeah, I know. I'm like... It can like be the addictive. Caveman who invented fire. It can be addictive. Know? Like I'm thinking, once you're done chainsawing stuff, you need to chainsaw. You bought it now. You're not going to just be able to let yourself leave it. Oh, that's my chainsawing no. done for the year. You're going to start looking for more things to chainsaw. All I'm saying is, Oscar, watch out. I'll be available in the locality for things that need oh, to be chainsawed. You could put a little one of those cards in the newsagent's window. Yeah. Ch- local chainsaw owning man. Available by the hour. <laughs> Call this number. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's great, all to come. Well, um, I wish you all yeah, the best. Yeah, we'll leave it there, I reckon. Yeah. Good. Well, have a great Good weekend stuff. and we'll keep our eyes peeled for further content. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. And goodbye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.